This is Courage Cast. Faith, inspiration, and motivation for today. Well, hey, friends, this is Eric Nordoff, and you're listening to Courage Cast. Today, I am revisiting a book that I started talking about called Chase the Lion by author and pastor Mark Batterson. Well, we left off at chapter 10, and now we're moving into chapter 11 called Fight Club. And I dare say that this is probably the most courageous chapter of the book. It's the one that revs me up, gets me moving, gets me going more than any other. And I like it because he speaks so much truth here. And, uh, and I'm, I'm, I'm inspired. I'm ready to go on the offense rather than go on the defense. Um, this book, this section of the book, uh, talks about many different challenges and stories. The The whole book, Chase the Lion, is really a bunch of stories, short stories that, um, or anecdotes or examples of various different topics related to uh, the in with a pit, in with a lion in a pit on a snowy day, talking about uh, the verse in 2 Samuel or the series of verses in 2 Samuel where uh, one of David's warriors, Benaiah, basically gets in a pit with a lion, kills him, and walks out. Uh, and lives to tell about it becomes one of uh, well is one of David's uh, mighty warriors, and uh, this particular one is all about the fight. Fighting is the fight and the battle. Um, I love this quote here from the book: "The enemy comes to steal your joy, your dreams, and destroy your life. Jesus came that you might have life and have it more abundantly." Of course, that's John ten ten. Simply put, we were born on a battlefield between good and evil, and we have to choose sides. I'm not one of those people who see a demon behind every bush, but I also know that our struggle is not against flesh and blood. We're in a dogfight with the devil, and we don't have to take it sitting down. No weapon formed against us will prosper. If we resist the devil, he will flee from us. And if God is for us, who can be against us? The Bible says the devil prowls around like a roaring lion. The key word is like. He's a poser and his bark is worse than his bite. Refuse to believe his lies or to cower to his intimidation. When he reminds you of your past, remind him of his future. Fight back with words of faith. Fight back with songs of of praise. I absolutely agree with what Mark Batterson is saying here 100%. The Bible is full of fighters. Ultimately, God is the one fighting for you. He is the one fighting the battles. As a matter of fact, we all know who wins in the end. God wins in the end. My wife said to me, I'm just tired of fighting the other day. She's tired of the fight. And I agree. 
We don't need to be doing the fighting. We can rest in the ultimate victory that God has given us. Satan is a loser. He loses. He's lost. We're the ones who have the victory as followers of Christ. So we can walk as those who are victorious. Um, I like this part of the story here as well. Uh, This is a story of when um, a friend of his uh, in ministry, her name is Bonnie, was going through a pretty difficult time and she uh, was asked to go on a safari trip, a mission trip to South Africa. And the last couple of days before the mission trip, she was on uh, the safari at the end of the mission trip and she came within two feet of a roaring lion who was behind a chain link fence. And the lion walked up to her and roared this loud, huge roar. And uh, she was pretty much scared to death by it. But Bonnie, it says here in the book, Bonnie learned from her guide that a lion's roar is meant to communicate dominance, to assert its authority in a territory. And the only thing that will science silence a lion's roar is the roar of a more powerful lion. That's when Bonnie heard the still small voice of the Holy Spirit. It said this, Bonnie, Satan walks around like a roaring lion looking to devour. But do you see that fence? That fence is the blood of Jesus, the blood of the lamb. Satan may roar at you, but he cannot touch you. He is the one in a cage. You're the one that's free. But you have been living your life like you're the one in the cage, and he is the one that's free. Come on. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Bonnie was going through uh, a cancer scare in her life right here. and But her circumstances didn't change that day, but her perspective did. The darkness actually got darker. The pit got deeper, but in the words of Corey Tenboom, there is no pit that God's love is not deeper still. Powerful story there. Uh, I really like these quotes here as well. When the lion of the tribe of Judah roared his way out of the tomb on the third day, he didn't just defeat death, he asserted his, his authority over his ancient foe. Silencing sin once and for all, Satan is a defeated foe. It's okay to talk to God about your problems, but at some point you need to talk to your problems about God. I've heard that one before. Preach the goodness of God to those problems. Prophesy the promises of God to those problems. Proclaim the victory that was won 2,000 years ago. Jesus rebuked the wind and the waves. He rebuked demons. He even rebuked a fever. So I think it's okay to rebuke cancer. I can't promise healing, but I can pray for it. And I know that our healing, our deliverance, was paid in full at Calvary's cross. Whatever challenge you face, don't take it sitting down. Pick a fight with injustice. Pick a fight with poverty. Pick a fight with racism. If you're willing to fight for it, you have a fighting chance. And God will fight for you. I love this part as well here. These are all faith-building, 
faith-building words. This section here is kind of funny because I used to say this all the time. Do you remember if you watched Saturday Night Live in the 90s, you remember Dana Carvey's impression of George Bush? Not going to do it. Wouldn't be prudent. Not at this juncture. Remember him talking like that? (laughs) Anyway, he brings that up here. And then he says here, quit bowing down to the God of prudence. Faith isn't logical or illogical. It's theological. Faith isn't prudent or imprudent. It's valiant. Noah looked foolish building an ark in the desert. Sarah looked foolish buying maternity clothes at age 90. David looked foolish attacking Goliath with a slingshot. Benaiah looked foolish chasing a lion. The wise men looked foolish following a star. Peter looked foolish stepping out of the boat in the middle of the Sea of Galilee. And Jesus looked foolish hanging half naked on the cross. But that's faith. Faith is the willingness to look foolish. And the results speak for themselves. Noah survived the great flood. Sarah gave birth to Isaac. David defeated Goliath. Benaiah killed a lion in a pit on a snowy day. The wise men found the Messiah, Peter walked on water, and Jesus rose from the dead. You know why some of us have never killed a giant, chased a lion, or walked on water? We're afraid of looking foolish. But it's the fear of looking foolish that is foolish. Amen. Amen. So true. So true. All right, I'm going to finish up with the last part of Fight Club, chapter 11. Uh, there's a story of a university president, Gary, president Gary Cook, who was the university president for 28 years, and uh, that's a long tenure, but it was almost cut short when Gary was diagnosed with acute leukemia at age 57, but he still had a dream. He still had a dream. He wanted his biggest goal was to raise $100 million for his school that he loved so much, his university that he loved so much. He wanted to raise $100 million in scholarships for that. And he was reading one of Mark Batterson's previous books called Wild Goose Chase. And he was reading this section. He was about to have a board meeting and he planned to declare his dream, but Gary was wavering. And that's when he read page 66, which said this, if you aren't willing to throw down your staff, you forfeit the miracle that is at your fingertips. You have to be willing to let go of an old identity in order to take on a new identity. Where do you find your identity? What is the source of, what is your source of security? Is it in a title, a paycheck, a relationship, a degree, a name? There's nothing wrong with any of those things as long as you can throw them down. And Gary read those words and his decision was made. He put his 28-year presidency on the altar, believing the best was yet to come, and he devoted the rest of his days to that $100 million dream God had given him. And a little side fun note, a side note here, Gary also read in a pit with a lion on a snowy day after his bout with leukemia, And he read it quite literally. He reckoned that the mighty men were mighty. So Gary started working out one hour every day. He started getting the sleep, eating the food, and drinking the water he needed to whip his body back into shape. I dare say that Gary is in better shape at 65 than most people half his age. 
So many people go on defense at 65, Gary said. I decided to play offense. That's what lion chasers do. They play offense with their lives. And that's what the courageous community does. We play offense. We have every victory behind us. We have every victory standing with us. What Jesus did on the cross to ultimately defeat the devil and all of his schemes, we don't have to believe the devil is out free. He's behind. He's in jail. He's behind that chain-linked fence. We have the victory. With God, things are poss- all things are possible, right? There is no need to fear. If we resist the devil, he will flee from us. No weapon formed against us will prosper. And if God is for us, who can be against us, right? So that's who we're going to be. We're going to join the fight club. And the ironic thing is that we don't have to do the fighting. It might feel like a fight, but ultimately at the end of the day, it is Jesus who is victorious. And that's what we can rest in. And we can now go about the business of being courageous in our lives. Well, that's it for me, friends. I hope you enjoyed this chapter, Fight Club from Chase the Lion, Mark Batterson. I love going through this book. I'll be going through the rest of this book and finish up our series of Chase the Lion. There's a lot of great things ahead. Excited to share them with you. I'm Eric Nordoff, and you're listening to The Courage Cast. It's time to join the Fight Club and go out there and be courageous. Whoa.